0: we Hello, everyone, and welcome to Between Realities. It is your favorite VR podcast. We are so excited to have you here with us. My name is Alex. I am joined here by my
1: co-host, Skiva. Skiva, how the hell are you, dude? I'm pretty good, man. I Can't complain. Too. I am, too. It's been a much better week than my last year was, so this is great. We've got... Uh... Dialing up the uh, studios, I mean, the spaceship space. Yep. This is our, sec- <laughs> our, our second
0: uh, our second broadcast from this specific space. And yep. like I, before the show, I was commenting on how fucking nice it is. Like, you know, we've done the show from a handful of different locations and uh, where we are now is great and yeah. permanent. So,
1: yeah. And that's that's the beautiful thing about having a spaceship. We can fly it anywhere and do the show from anywhere mm-hmm.
0: that we can. And how hopefully
1: low- one day when expos are back, we'll be able to do that as well
0: yeah we're definitely going to do that
1: yeah that is going to be awesome we'll just like throw up a green screen yep. somewhere sit in front of it green screen what are you talking about uh,
0: fly, fly, like, fly the ship yeah, in
1: sorry yeah
0: sorry uh sorry about that uh you know immersion breaking <laughs> moment uh hello everyone in the chat how's it going zero cool was here like and ch- chatting up like an hour before the show started. Zero so cool's the homie he is the Why? homie that's yeah. exactly right so thanks for being here zero cool delirium drew how's it going dude Lisa. a pleasure to see you as always glitch fandango glitch fandango dude
1: so, demand what to play in
0: glitch fandango is the real deal this guy has been going back through the backlog of between realities episodes and and leaving a comment on like every single one so it's pretty cool man you know like thanks for, thanks, for watching all the shows yeah, and thanks. uh and getting caught up dude you're gonna be one of the one of these the elite that know it all that's mm-hmm. pretty great mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. mr trinidad thank you always for making sure that uh you set the precedence nicely because uh you know i would expect nothing less from the between realities audience so thanks for blazing it up the proper way uh onikaze also thank you for being here as well the true vr podcast fucking homie he is up in all the shows that i love and it's always great to see him crazy ivan is here as well 1745 it is great to see you uh and hey uh, spice whistle also a pleasure german rifter bro german rifter we just saw your article A nice little, uh, not your article, but a nice little paragraph about you in VR Trend Magazine. (laughs) And it was really cool to see you in there, dude.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. This, Yeah, we'll get into this after we...
0: After we introduce our guest guest, who's fucking chilling and just like waiting patiently. Uh, So uh, if you guys have never met this guy, he has what is kind of like a late night talk show vibe about VR in VR. He is a robot. Slash man slash TV slash rad. Not really sure. Whatever. Yeah, what exactly (laughs) is going on with him? But uh, we're really stoked to have him. We were on his show last season uh, and now he's on our show. Please welcome that Tom Clancy.
2: Uh, Hey, guys, just just a sec. I'm just shoring up the firewalls and making sure that a certain bargain bin Cyberman does not join us. And. Boom. All right, hey guys! Thanks, for having
0: me. Uh, thanks, thanks for that, dude. The firewall around here has been has been strong, and uh, we appreciate you taking those extra precautions to, you know, make sure that uh, your your yeah. robot time doesn't get taken up by a different robot.
2: Yeah, for sure. There is one virtual reality robot, and it's <laughs> this guy.
0: <laughs> well, dude, we right. are. We are stoked to have you, man. Like I just said, we were on your show, That Tom Clancy Show, um, I don't know how long ago was that, a couple months or something, a
2: few months? It feels months? like it was forever ago, I though. know.
0: And now I'm thinking about it. It was and a long podcast time podcast
1: time, it's like 50 years.
0: Yeah, it was a long time ago, <laughs> but it was really awesome, dude. We had a great time. this It's a show that takes place inside a virtual studio, kind of like what uh, is going on um, you know, with your studio that you're broadcasting to us from right now. And uh, being in that space kind of like provides these opportunities for um, like gags and things like that that I never really imagined until I saw you pulling this shit off. Like when we came on the show, the new um, graphics cards had just been announced, the new like G-4's, NVIDIA, uh, NVIDIA 30s yeah. and, and shit, 30, 90s, and it, yeah. the, we we're everybody's talking about how fucking big they are, and then that Tom Clancy reaches behind his desk and pulls out a huge fucking video card it's like the size of i don't know a fucking
1: car <laughs> a volvo <laughs> yeah
0: and it was hilarious you know so uh, it, it was really i mean awesome that, to be that, that there. was
2: an actual production unit that was a reference card <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh so it's pretty it's cool Good man. job
2: on the board partners for shrinking that down to a reasonable size that fits in a medium tower
1: <laughs> right, so dude, that my my thirty ninety is so friggin' big that I need a like a special pole thing to hold it up so it doesn't like come crashing off and like rip out my PCI Express bus and like it's just huge and and it pumps out I I could like put an egg next to my computer and it would cook it in like a minute, dang so. Uh, what's up, Grumpy Something
0: Duck? Right. Good to see you, Grumpy Duck, and Hussein X is also here with us. Thanks for joining us. What's up, guys? Uh, we are here with that Tom Clancy. He is in virtual reality, and he's in virtual reality, and he's also within virtual reality there when he's doing it, very um,
1: inception-like.
0: How long? How long has the show been around? Uh, Tell us a little bit about, like the uh, you know about the origins of it, and uh, oh, and how geez, that it goes... Going?
2: that goes way back but before i do that uh, i just want to say hi chat i'm not with you all today i'm i'm on the show this is weird um <laughs> uh, no, the whole thing started uh geez i want to say in around 2017 uh, uh at the end of 2016 my wife and i moved up to where we are now uh in milwaukee and uh, a friend of mine wanted to we got started working on ideas and like starting a youtube channel and trying to find a way, because he's a really cool, very smart guy, but he's kind of flat personality-wise. Um, so he wanted to, We both kind of wanted to find a way to, like, kind of uh, just weaponize my enthusiasm. Because, like, like uh, anyone who's uh, got me going on a, any particular subject that I have strong feelings about, which is everything, um, <laughs> knows that I... I, I I tend to get a little animated and I get really into it and it's kind of infectious, but it's also kind of hard to just draw it out in an, a, in an inorganic way. You know, like I can't sit down and write a script that's going to get across that same kind of sense. So we tried a few things and, you know, just like little internal videos that never made it online and none of it really seemed to stick. And in Christmas of 2017, I was driving down to my in-law's house and it just occurred to me, like, why couldn't I play a character in virtual reality? Because I had just seen uh, in a video that they had for behind the scenes for Star Wars Rogue One, that they were using Unreal Engine to do the real time visualization stuff. For K2SO, and I was like, so if I if they can take that data and run a real time animation, then I should be able to take my Vive and run a real time animation. And oh, yeah. so, yeah, so we started from there, and it started out like super simple. Like I had like a uh, one cubic meter cube for a head, which meant you couldn't actually see my hands. because a cubic meter is very big Mm. um and you know we evolved it from there and then there was a the the so the 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 cube was the the stage one head design and then we had like a stage two which was like kind of like a vr headset over like a little like mannequin head um and we really kind of pushed the late night feel of it um and we did like about a half dozen test episodes we actually almost got a sponsor uh just on those uh they but they wanted us to push the show in a direction that we didn't want to go so we decided that that wasn't the best thing um even though like i really want to get paid to do it but Mm -hmm. i mean don't we all um Mm -hmm. and so I kind of like sat on it for a while again because, like, I, you know, after that, I was just kind of like, kind of put off. I was like, oh man, they don't want me to do it my way. They want me to do it their way. And it just kind of soured me to the whole thing. And I came back to it a few months later and, you know, it still just wasn't clicking for me. So I put a couple episodes out there. And then last year, with the pandemic situation and being on furlough for most of the year, I was just like, uh, screw it. Let's just try something. And so I slapped together the garage set and I thought, why not do it as like just a straight live podcast? And I recorded, you know, I just started reaching out to uh, all sorts of friends. I'm really lucky and I have some really cool friends like you guys and other people out in the YouTube community, the video game community, uh, uh, voice acting, performance capture. You know, I, I just am super lucky and know a ludicrous amount of people um and so i started doing that you know roughly weekly and then i got uh i joined up with a crew uh called pitch your game and then i got you know last summer i was you know doing four to seven shows a week with all of these indie game developers (laughs) And uh, uh, I always, I always kind of had a little bit of fun when I'm watching your show live, because uh, you're always like, "Oh, we had these tech problems," and I am like, "I'm doing what you guys are doing backwards in high heels with yeah. a box." On my feet. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to hear your tech issues. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, we, we are kind of known as as between technical difficulties as well. And you know what so, I find
0: interesting is like how much like test episodes and like things that are created that like weren't like put out there and stuff. Because like when we started our show, we yeah. didn't do any testing or no. anything
1: like we just like no. we're like set up the camera, set in front of it. Like, boom, like which is which is why we are between. Two <laughs> yeah, because we figured it all out as we went along. It's very, <laughs> very
2: true. Technical difficulties, Alex, is that that looks like a new new headset there.
1: A new headset
2: yeah it looks new because didn't the last time we talked uh uh you you <laughs> uh right. you may have damaged a previous oh, one. Yeah. Oh yeah
0: oh i forgot about that oh yeah this is actually yeah i got uh i got the logitech like uh officially you know like the officially partnered logitech headphones with the quest two when the quest two came out i got that best buy gift card when the quest two was launched i was like, <laughs> like dumping everything on that <laughs> quest accessory so when, we were,
1: when we were on that tom clancy show um alex went to adjust his headset his, his headphones and they snapped and then he spent the rest of the show having to hold them together like this the yeah, whole show i think i like that. i think <laughs> i
0: was like responding to something that someone said and i like Yanked it was my a head. Dab. It
1: was a dab. Oh, a, dab. a dab. You, dab. You broke headphones doing a dab. That's amazing. That is epic. I,
0: epic. Don't, even, I don't dab.
1: I must have been talking no, you, about. You don't it anymore This shit breaks. You <laughs> no, you dab.
2: do on my show because my audience <laughs> redeemed points to make you dab.
1: Ooh.
0: Oh. oh so that's nice. all coming back to me now. Yeah, I mean, I was just so traumatized by the broken headphones. I uh, <laughs>
2: lost a couple of these details. you was so traumatized by the broken headphones, he forgot about the broken headphones. Yeah, um,
0: I did. It. I just put it in the back of my brain somewhere where it couldn't hurt me anymore. <laughs>
2: yeah. uh, but, you know, kind of going back to uh, the test episode thing, um, in part, it's like I, I, I'm, a, I'm a planner, even though I kind of like generally throw plans out the window. Um, But, it, you know, so it's like, I like to know what I'm going to do when I sit down to to do it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And especially once I moved into this space, it was like everything we were doing was brand new. You know, I mean, like VTubers existed, which I didn't find out until much later. I thought I invented this. Um, (laughs) 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 You can imagine how crushed I was when I found out that I hadn't. well uh, but well then,
1: you you don't look like a uh a, an eight-year-old
2: little girl which is good so there's no, the, that you know. yeah well um yeah hey, so we sat down and we started like trying to figure out exactly how to make all this work and i'm on effectively like the fourth or fifth iteration tech wise of how the show is done uh because like without getting too much into the details of it because like i'm sure that there are a few people in your audience who would love to like sit down and hear me talk about like how i did all of it and like coded it and all that uh but the first like now i've kind of like settled into a brute force solution which is also still kind of elegant but it's kind of brute force Uh,
0: like like leonidas from 300
2: yeah you know it's like my, my shield slam looks great but it's still just a shield slam
0: i heard that uh, shield slam <laughs> obscure nerd what's up dude mateo 311's in the house steve knows is here future is here as well we got some fucking youtubers up in this bitch
1: we do go check out steve hey. Nose's channel go check out mateo's channel they're really really
0: really good i,
2: I do I am subscribed uh, to Steve
0: mm-hmm. and Future as well, and Obscure Nerd. Obscure Nerd is he's the next big thing, all right. I can tell. I see you, Andy. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna take
2: What's this moment on the show. Be like, hey Steve, hey hey mateo hey all you VR YouTuber guys out there, hit me up on the Twitter. Let's make something happen.
1: Oh,
0: all right. Listen, that's enough. Okay, I fucking bring <laughs> you on here so you can just start taking advantage of this i actually Look, we did we did you,
2: know, you, know, you guys all know you want to come chill in my cyberpunk bar actually uh, we should we should have a party in there we totally should uh yeah so uh yeah i got you know building this nice little cyberpunk bar out right now because so, uh so give yeah. us the
0: high level right like we don't want to know like you know all the lines of code that you typed but like how are you doing this?
2: uh i'm using unreal engine uh teaming that with uh i have a valve index uh if you couldn't tell from the fingers um and i'm using that to basically i made a game that isn't a game like i'm i'm in a game environment but there's there's no objective there's no win condition there's, there's you no... Know, i, I
1: yeah, there's The objective no. was to make people
2: laugh. Yeah, or just to put on a good show. show. Yeah, but that's the objective of the show. <laughs> not of the... Motherfucker!
1: I'm ruining it! Uh, <laughs> Sorry, go on.
2: That's no. <laughs> dramatic. Um, well, yeah, so, uh, so I build out my sets in Unreal, and I just perform in there and just translate what bits of college education, which is way too much, that I have. And... uh <laughs> Yeah, sweet. So you're in a game
0: um, and then you I guess you just like have a camera within that game, right? That you just rotate around and use as a spectator cam or whatever. Just, just unreal, baby. Yes, there it is. Aspen That's Darkfire snuck it. in here, by the way. What's up, Aspen Darkfire? Don't think you can just fucking cruise in real quick and try to get away with it. We're going to call you out. We see you. <laughs>
2: I'm gonna, He's been, I, I feel a little slightly unprepared because I don't have a chat window up right now. But it, you know, that's okay. It's not my show, so I think it's okay.
0: Yeah, we're here for you. We're letting you know if, if there's anything, uh, anything
1: important. We'll try to bring it in. Yeah,
2: we can't so, tell you about
1: all the nasty things people are saying about you. In yeah, the there, job, there right? is a lot. Well, that I, can we're...
2: Say, I do know that Matteo followed me on Twitter,
1: which is pretty sweet. So I think they're trying to hack in and bring up some porn on your face monitor. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: Hey, it's a kids' show. All right, let's not. My is firewall is strong. <laughs> firewall is strong with this so there's been some shit this week hasn't there there's like a a bunch of stuff that's gone down Mm -hmm. um you know tom that tom clancy is in a game but you haven't like you don't like make games right you don't have them out there you don't have any published titles or titles that you wish to publish or anything do you
2: i uh actually uh I worked for two years, uh, in the games industry directly. I worked, uh, quality assurance at Midway games right before they went bankrupt, uh, for three months, precisely. Uh, I had a three month QA contract with them, uh, for mortal Kombat versus DC universe. Uh, anyone who thinks that they want to test games because they think it's going to be really awesome to play games that they want to play before they come out, you're wrong. You don't, uh, testing is a lot of hard work um and then i worked for high voltage software for another uh just about two years uh with them uh before they laid off the entire qa department in a restructuring thing uh, so the moral
1: of the story is if you want a successful company do not hire that tom clancy a QA. <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> hey.
2: high voltage <laughs> Is doing quite well, and I can't remember where I read it or precisely how much it was for, but I do believe they just got bought out by a publisher. Oh, okay.
0: And, and so, for the record, no, I've dude,
2: been, yeah. working
0: at Midway at all like that's fucking
1: cool, that is. right? Like, oh yeah, combat, cool. dude, hell like, yeah,
0: Mortal Kombat. Yeah. like that was like a staple of, of video games when I was yeah. growing up.
1: Ditto, oh, bro. Yeah. ditto
0: So, what are your thoughts then on um, this Oculus App Lab? I'm sure you've seen everybody talking about it this week and how uh, SideQuest is kind of like just morphing into Oculus's onboard bullshit. So, um you know, what are your actually
2: thoughts? Actually, haven't because I've been caught Ooh. up with. Uh, uh, I also am really active in the VRA Live community, uh, Virtual Reality Art Live, um, and they've been going nuts over the last week because Tilt Brush went open source. Yes, it did, and. So I've just been caught up with that because like that's a huge like uh, multi brushes out there custom brushes are out there. So you
1: can hop into an environment and with multiple people collaborate and work on an art piece together and I think that is. Amazing! They had
0: it done in like yeah. fifteen fucking hours.
1: Like yeah. fifteen yeah. hours after this shit goes yeah. open source, someone has a fucking working Dude, multiplayer. I want to hop in there with like VR Rosie and some people and just walk around and mm-hmm. like create their magical environment. In the line, right? <laughs> I think I think anybody Nobody, would do that. What a great like charity thing that could be, right? You could come in and watch VR Rosie and VR. We got some shit going on here. Hopefully, you're here somewhere, VR Rosie, watching this. But uh I think that's so cool. That's just so cool. Imagine if you could be there while, you know, Picasso and 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 someone collaborated on a painting and you're standing there watching it happen. I mean, you know, maybe yeah. it's not the same, but it's, it's
0: I it's see close. I see where your head's at. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think that's well, just if, badass. Well,
2: it's one of those things too where it's like, uh It's so interesting because it's a it, when v r originally came out, like I was all about it as a game medium because like like all of us that's what we saw it as, but as v r has uh become more ubiquitous, it's the stuff outside of gaming that I'm finding to be so much more interesting mm-hmm. uh like it, it, when i re- I remember seeing that like first valve video for Tiltbrush, and they had the Disney Illustrator drawing Ariel and tiltbrush, and I was just like, ah, you know, yeah. and then seeing how uh you know things like vr chat vr chat alt space neos have developed like the social vr aspect uh seeing you know uh the people who are using this technology for things like virtual production uh virtual performance uh, uh theater of the unseen you know like all of this stuff that's just you know we pigeonholed this excellent and beautiful technology into like this really teeny space. And like, it's great in that space. Don't get me wrong. But we didn't know that like thinking outside of the box would just show us a much better box. Mm -hmm. And what a nice
1: box it is. It is a nice box. I'm looking forward to it not being a box. That'll be great when it's
0: a little lighter and easier to wear, of course. But uh, you know, like when you mentioned Neo's, it triggered a bunch of like memories for me. I've gone into Neos twice, maybe three times, two or two or three times. I've gone into Neos VR. It's a social app, um, basically like following in the steps of uh, VR Chat. And if you're unaware of this this program, I would highly recommend you get in there and check it out because it's like VR Chat in the way that avatars are walking around and everybody's expressing themselves. And it's like that. It's like VR chat with the worlds how people can just build worlds and all that but the quality of everything in there is insane and you can freely code stuff to each other like in there you know I was in there for the B haptic stuff and people were adding haptics to guns that like work in there so they have like really? working guns that shoot projectiles and stuff and they're like oh let's add a knockback to this projectile and let's put haptics on it and they're like doing it on the fly while we're in there and then they shoot me with it and now it fucking works like it didn't before hold on let me add that boom like you can do like coding to the stuff in there in real time
2: wow and
0: i it's not a game right because there's no objective to his point earlier um but that said the two times that i've gone into neos to do that i laughed so fucking hard like harder than i laugh doing anything else just because of like the scenarios that ended up unfolding in the environments that we are in with the characters we are in and all of a sudden somebody goes super small and they're walking around on my shoulder and then
1: so so i'm guessing full body tracking is a thing in there because uh glitch fandango just said that break dancing in there looks amazing yes yeah full body tracking is fucking mind melting dude like full body tracking with haptics and all that stuff mm -hmm. i mean
0: but so the point i was making though is Mm -hmm. that i have had some of the most fun that i've had in vr in the past couple of months going into neos and doing nothing like no objective no high score no get to the end like just walking around chatting and experimenting and having a riot so you know i
1: have that on my machine and i don't think i've ever actually even been in there cool. I, it's one of those things where like i, I hop into alt space and and um and vr chat and stuff with one of my buddies all the time but he only has quest right and, and neos is an on quest it's only on pc um, but, you know, I feel like that, that is one of the ways of, of needing to be super successful in the social department is needing to have quest support and, and things like, um, is it Neos or Neos or Neos, Neos VR, Neos. So, so I, I, feel like, you know, it's part of what makes it awesome is being able to do the things that you were just saying. Mm-hmm. And that isn't possible as far as I know with, a, with just yeah. a quest version. Yeah. So, Yeah. For sure.
2: Anyway. I mean, yeah. like I like I like the idea of the quest a lot. Um I don't like the quest in practice. <gasps> <Oops>. Like <laughs>
1: Oh no! What happened? And uh, no, he's just fucking around. <laughs> I was uh, I, wrong keyboard, and I fucking also real, <laughs> real quick.
0: Joachim. if you're still here, hey, thanks for stopping by. It's okay if you don't stay.
1: Your yes, and Joachim, I'm going to be on his podcast what? Um, very shortly. I wish I knew the date. Oh, that's off oh, awesome. the top of my head. Philosophy and yeah, VR. Yeah, philosophy and VR. We're show. gonna we're gonna go on there. We're gonna talk about some of the Facebook stuff. Why Facebook sucks. Oh, you know, good. like some of the things that they're doing to to bring up virtual reality. But while they're lifting virtual reality, they're also kind of stabbing it in the gut a little bit, you know. So, <laughs> okay. so we'll be discussing things like that as well. I as didn't some of mean the to interrupt you. though yes. So if you Sorry can remember that. what the fuck you were saying, please.
0: continue.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. I was saying that I like the quest in theory, but I don't like it in practice. Um, and it, it's mostly because of The facebook stuff like if yeah. if if valve had yeah. made the quest like oh my god right I, oh i'd my have god. like five of them can you imagine uh, that that's a good that,
1: that would have been a huge problem for me though because obviously then half-life would have been on there i would have had yeah. to like go do something at like you know the dmv or something standing in line playing half-life alex you know hitting people in mm-hmm. the face like i can't be able to bring that technology with me or i just yeah. will never leave you know, well, not, like, not that there aren't great games on the quest because there are, but, you know, there's nothing like Half-Life mm-hmm. Alex. So. I just,
2: I, I wish that developers, uh, both hardware and software would treat VR like a computer peripheral, which it is, as opposed to a console like an Xbox or a PlayStation, which it isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know Kent bias talked about this a lot and a bunch of other just like smarter VR people than myself have brought this up, but it's kind of bullshit that we have all of these walled gardens for what are effectively just PC games. Like there is no reason why say Vader immortal on the Oculus store can't work natively on steam VR. You know, and like right. I, I super appreciate that the non-valve and Oculus people getting into the space have been incorporating Steam VR, you know, like like the HP reverb and stuff like that. And of course they all have their own proprietary stuff too. But like there needs to be this unified you know uh uh, like like core group of dna between all of the headsets that people can then branch out of if they want but it should all work on this like fundamental level and that that just makes me sad and that's why like i'm gonna even like let's say you know oculus comes out with a headset and it's got like 12k monitors on each eye and each one is 360 hertz and It can run on uh, uh, an Apollo uh, command module at, you know, like max frames, blah, 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 plays crisis, all that stuff. I will still use a valve product over an Oculus one because of their relative openness on the platform.
1: Yeah. I couldn't agree more with that. I mean, I. I totally feel yeah. And I, and I feel like it would have been, you know, obviously would have been better if, if Facebook didn't go the Walt garden approach, but all, all Facebook cares about is, is dominating, you know, they buy competition. So, so they, so they win at that, at the game, you know what I mean? Like they just, they're not ethical players. Um, and it is what it is, you know, I mean, I, I am glad at the same time that they are starting to bring VR to the masses. With a two hundred ninety nine dollar all in one headset, that's pretty fucking badass. Mm-hmm. But like you said, if it were Valve, oh my god, you know. And you know, we got competition coming, and we now we now have reports of of over sixty different games hitting over a million dollars in revenue on the Quest store. Mm-hmm. We have games like, like Walking Dead, saber numbers, right? Like right, beat saber numbers
2: that they're, that they're accelerating. Like that's just just nuts. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's fantastic because I. Yeah I mean I got my uh HTC Vive in 2016 and I mean the 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 market saturation for VR headsets in 2016 was just like it was so small it wasn't even worth really even tabulating but now the fact that you're seeing like these hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue being generated by basically VR Guitar Hero right. uh <laughs> is is nuts. And it's also not seeing how many people are trying to copy Beat Saber but just can't do what Beat Saber does well. Um right.
1: Well, they are they are the master, the masters of their domain. Mm-hmm. But you know, you're do... pistol whip. Oh yeah, pistol whip's freaking phenomenal. But you know, beat Saber is the grandfather of of, of this type of, of rhythm game, right? But the fact that yeah. 60 plus Oculus Quest games have made over a million dollars, that's right. some good shit.
0: Butch Fandango and Zero Cool uh, Cool both say that they wouldn't have been able to get into VR without Facebook, that's for sure, which I think is Mm -hmm. an important thing to bring up in this conversation sometimes.
2: They're a double-edged sword, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and like, don't get me wrong, like, as I said, it's just, I don't like the way Facebook carries themselves, but at the same time, I do have to just, I have to acknowledge that they have brought VR to the masses.
0: They certainly have. Get to the choppa! Just rolled in. What's up? Get to the
1: choppa.
2: Yeah, VR fucking Central just groovy, rolled in
1: too. VR Central. Yeah, is
0: yeah. Rocking the, the shirt today. VR Central's here. Fucking get to the choppa. What's up? Is get here. to the choppa. Uh, Mateo says he feels like um, Facebook is just like pretending to play nice right now oh, with yeah. SideQuest. Oh yeah. And I think you're right. They're gonna pull the your fitness tracker and the fucking.
1: Uh, they just keep. And all the Pulled other, all the other head companies head. that they've screwed that haven't had such vocal members of the community, like like, uh, like Six from, from Live uh, um, and your right, to come out and, and tell people about it. So Facebook goes in and they find cool applications and cool things to do with their headset. And if they don't feel like buying them, they just straight up rip them off <laughs> and then kick them off the store. If you don't believe me, I just Google this shit. This shit happens. Uh, all we
2: don't need time with them. You don't even need to Google that. Just just look at what they were in front of Congress for last year. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I mean, they're quite literally under federal investigation for such activities.
0: Yeah. Yeah. A D says SideQuest is pretending to play nice with Facebook as well. Winky Face.
2: Dude, like, can
0: like, they do anything though? <laughs> what can they do to facebook
2: nothing Mm, go to valve
0: yeah i don't know
2: no (laughs) i I wish valve would subsidize uh the creation of a quest uh a competitor with all of their ridiculous steam sales the way that we know facebook is subsidizing quest uh hardware or the, the the ability to sell the quest at such a low price point with all of their ad revenue, because I mean they're a multi-billion-dollar company. Yeah. Like they can literally throw money into uh, losing money on the quest to get more people in it, because they know that they're still making money selling ads, selling data. You know, and then the whole idea of the quest is then you know you have an entirely new avenue for an entirely different set of data. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, so it's just it, it they can like the, it could cost them like two grand. To make the $300 quest and they'd still sell it for $300 because yeah. they're going to be able to make that up with the data they're collecting from players.
0: And frankly, with
1: software sales, if they're selling in the mm-hmm. fucking millions, you know, and, and what, there was an article I, I, I wish I had it pulled up to show you guys, but there was an article saying how, how we can, how they can positively ID the player. From the movement, from all the recorded movement they have on everyone in in under five (laughs) seconds or something like that. And they know because everyone moves differently, right? It's another type of biotech, just like your fingerprint, fingerprint. you know, your eye, your retina, your face, your movement is also one of those. And now they can positively ID you by your movement so fast which means they are yeah. collecting a lot yeah. of information they are. like you need a
0: shitload yeah. of yeah. information like hours and hours and hours of precise movements like put into an algorithm yeah. like that is and yet people
2: are more upset that their alexa might be listening to them
0: right no they just don't understand <laughs> oh, no. it's it's just, a, it's, just a, it's just a it's just a lack of of, of awareness I yeah think. which is probably why we at least talk about this shit at least once every fucking episode.
2: Yeah. So yeah, we i'm do. just reminded now of when the original xbox one was announced and everybody was all like it's always on and the connect is always listening yeah. to me what about my children and i'm like yo there's this thing called germany and germany requires that every device has the ability <laughs> to be completely powered down chill there's yeah. this thing called germany was like the like, first one to really go after facebook too i know and yeah. like i will i i give the germans A lot of crap, and I make a lot of jokes at their expense, primarily because their bus drivers take like their bus system way too seriously. But they are like one of like the top tier watchdogs for customer safety and protection. And so, when you know, like, when when you have like a feeling that like something's a little like kind of shady and not quite on the level, and then Germany goes after them for it, you are like completely vindicated.
0: Yeah, it's like confirmed. Well, thanks, Germany. Um, MRTV and Voodoo, D, you just go ahead and and thank Germany for us if you guys get a chance. Uh, (laughs) Mepper snuck in here. Hey, Mepper, Thanks for sneaking in. It's good to see you. Mm -hmm. And um, also something that I wanted to mention real quick. You're wearing the VR Central Mm -hmm. t-shirt. Wise Director is here in the chat right now. Yes, yes. What are we
1: doing tomorrow? Yes, that's right. Dang it. I wanted to bring that up on, on the thing and I forgot but um, yeah, we are doing a uh, Dash Dash World tournament, and it's going to be dope. Uh, where we are, gonna, if you don't know what Dash Dash World is, it's a kart racer. It is, uh, it's like a Mario Kart in VR. You uh, you grab weapons and you hurl them at the other players, and you know it's 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 good fun. It's a good time. I will probably get destroyed, but I'm going to have fun getting destroyed, and that's all
2: that matters. And
1: Wait. there's a bunch of people in it too. I don't know Wait, what is exactly this game. This is a game called Dash Dash World. It is on. How am
2: I just now hearing about this just now?
1: Oh, I don't, I don't know. Because we haven't
0: talked about it on the only VR podcast
1: Yeah. that you this. should make sure you hear every week. <laughs>
0: this is true. So, so I don't blame you. Yeah, yeah
1: it is. It's, it's, it's pretty good. It is, it is a Mario Kart clone, but it, is, it does fun. not have that Nintendo magic, in my opinion. But it is still super fun and super good. The graphics are great. The sense of speed is great. Um, it is. It's very. It's. It's a very good game. Um, the the weapons are good. Uh, th- there's not a whole lot of bad things I can really say about it. Honestly, it's it's a ton of fun. The, one of the cool things about this game is that it supports all different kinds of controls and and uh, you know. So I'm going to be playing tomorrow with a steering wheel. So so I have my steering wheel and I'll have a controller in one hand that I can use to then grab the weapons and throw them and put all the pedals work and everything, which is So you keep one hand on the wheel yep. and then the and other then one's one like... with the controller. <laughs> yeah. And you grab the weapons as you run over the little question mark blocks, you know. That's and sick. You, you chuck them at people. So it's gonna be a good time. You know, the the the, the wheel has force feedback, you know, for the game. It's it's super fun. So it's
2: gonna be it's a good time. It's funny because I was talking with some friends last night about how I need a first person Mario Kart. Oh, there you go, dude! You got it now.
1: You got it. Dash dash. Well, yeah. check it out. There's a lot of good. You know, the developers have put some good skins in there. There's a, there's a gamer tag skin. Oh, there's yeah. like a there's like a Soul Fox Racing Mateo. gaming skin. There's a yeah. They, there's all kinds of good. You know, people that do kind of the stuff that we do. Uh, they have skins in the cars in the game. The developers have, are very active. They're constantly doing daily challenges and 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 always upgrading the game and you know putting new mm-hmm. things. So, yeah, so I guess we'll be
0: streaming it tomorrow. I know Skiva yes. is for sure. I yep. probably will be, is assuming I can just get up early enough and get everything running in time to make it. So I'll probably stream as well. So I think it's check up, it out like tomorrow. noon our time. Okay, that's cool. That should be yeah. perfect then. Yeah. Um, Paradise Decay sneaking in. Hey, PD. PD! How's it going, buddy? Good to see you. <laughs> Thanks for dropping in.
1: Yeah, dang. I wish I had my thumbnail up there. Go into Skiva007's YouTube channel and check it out. The stream is up there and ready. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a good time. A so, good time.
0: so have you done this app lab, app lab?
1: yet? Have you checked it out? Um, I I haven't. But all it is is you, you know, it's just a link to a just a link to a game that's on the Quest or You just can't see it. And and the way it's working is they still these apps still have to go through a curation process. You can't just throw something up there, whatever you want. It still has to be approved. Still can't be complete garbage. Which is which is good, right? I mean, we all see what happened with Steam. You know, everyone just vomits whatever game they want up on Steam, and you know. But at the same time, that's how you find good games Mm -hmm. as well. That that you know have are coming from sources that you might not expect them to come from. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, this is going to be this is definitely going to be easier, right? Where a side quest would have a link that you would click to, and it would go directly to the to the um, to the Oculus quest store and grab your game and put it in your games list. So you won't have to navigate to the unknown sources part anymore.
0: But it doesn't isn't it within the headset? Like can't you also browse you titles can. inside the headset?
1: I believe you can, but you do need some kind of special link. And that and that's kind of where their partnership is with SideQuest. Oh, because I it's not can... there's not like a store, right? Like a an unapproved store where you go to. It's just up there, but there's no way to see it unless someone has the link to it. Gamertag VR, thanks for dropping in, bro. It's good to to see you, man. How's it going,
0: uh, buddy? Gamertag VR just did a video with Mike from VR Oasis playing Propagation VR in co-op mode, wearing b-haptics, and it is—I played that game solo last week, and holy fuck, it is definitely the most intense thing I've ever done in VR. Like, no joke, literally the most intense shit ever. I was digging deep into my survival skills to try to fucking—I played for like make it through
1: two minutes and noped out.
0: Yeah it's no it yeah. is seriously fucking intense so check out gamertag's channel for that video with him and Mike. yeah and
1: propagation vr by the way is free <laughs> it's a free to play game free to download it's on steam it's not it's not mm-hmm. oculus um quest and they uh, added the co-op as paid dlc that's how it works oh gotcha gotcha yep yep, yep. so if you want to play it with a friend get you. which frankly you do
0: because it's so fucking scary like it is yeah. really intense it's a short experience though so
1: curb your uh, expectations there it's like but with haptics right? with haptics it's with haptics it's like it's even more intense like you need something scary in vr to be even more intense (laughs)
0: it's (sighs) fucking hardcore so check it out um but back to this app lab so so now the way i'm i'm starting to understand how this works then would be like let's say because for me i think about stuff like t for god like if you have a quest and you have room to walk you should you need you need to try T for God.
1: Oh hell yeah! Like it's one of it's probably the best quest experience it's that there is. I think. crazy. It's crazy yeah. good. Traversal
0: is another one that does the same thing. Also excellent. So mm-hmm. check out Traversal as well if you're a T for God fan. Um, but like my dad has never done T for God because he just has his quest. He doesn't have a computer that he like does stuff at home. Side with. quest. Like, I guess a work yeah. computer, mm-hmm. you know. But he's like, I've tried to talk him into doing side quest, and he's and you know, he's like, as eh, my work computer. So for him to play T for God now if if I'm understanding this correctly would mean I find the App Lab link and then send yep. it to him right. and then he can click on it install it to his Quest and right. that's it that's it but he wouldn't be able to install T for God
1: without but, me but T it for it God I don't think is on the App Lab yet It is It is mm-hmm. Oh then that's it then yeah you just send him a link he clicks on it it'll 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 load up into his his Oculus app and installs to his headset
2: See and that's how it all should
1: work it should, but we had years of people bitching instead. Right? We had years yeah. of Oculus saying, "No, that's not good enough to go on our headset." So you know, so then, like, so then we had to have a, the rise of something else, which was SideQuest, which was awesome for so long. Yeah. It turned people off because they didn't want to click on anything that said developer mode. You
2: know? Um, yeah. Well, I'm not oh. gonna lie. Uh i have dabbled uh since leaving the game industry um with doing indie stuff and i was working uh about this time last year with a good friend of mine um on a project and the first thing day one we said was it has to run on the quest and it has to run well on the quest and we weren't we didn't we got it to like prototype stage but then he got like a job that paid real money so it stopped um darn jobs that pay real money <laughs> dang. Um, dang employment yeah i know right um no he got he, he's doing like a dope job uh he's can i talk about yeah i can he's uh working for jaguar land rover doing virtual reality uh visualization stuff uh for car design cool so Ooh. yeah like good for him i'm still mad he's not working with me but uh you know so you know like you know that if you from a developer standpoint if you make it and it runs well on the quest like a pc is gonna just destroy it you know like you're very easily gonna be able to hit you know uh index resolution at 144 hertz mm-hmm. you know and to the same point too it's like uh the the perspective i was coming at it from like the the level designer and air quotes artist uh on the project is that uh it doesn't have to be like the super photorealistic kind of thing to be an engrossing and fun experience you know like i i love uh the vr games that i really enjoy are the ones that aren't realistic they're the ones that that have this artistic flow and like like you know style to it because it's like if i want to go you know uh like shoot people and a whatever i'll go play like fucking paintball Mm -hmm. or or like badass laser tag you know because i can just take off my headset and be surrounded by the realest graphics that ever reeled Mm -hmm. you know i put on the headset because i want to be in a world that i can't be in yep you know yeah like like yeah, when
0: I first did VR, the first couple times, um, like my, one of my after my initial VR experience at of a PS VR, um, I went and paid for an experience at a VR arcade to do something in multiplayer, and the whole time they're like, "Dude, I don't know, man. Are you sure we've got like some like really like good looking shit? You know that game that the graphics aren't so good, you know." And I was like, "I don't fucking care. Put me in there. I want to see other people." And I was almost taken back by the fact how like I now exist as. This like cartoonish fucking figure where like my hand is represented as like a big old polygonal mitten, you know, like <laughs> it like that. It didn't take away from the experience for me, you know, yeah. and uh, I think that's like to your point right now. I think there are definitely some people out there who you're Joe and Sally Walmarts, but like maybe their kid who like puts the headset on is like oh yeah kind of good graphics whatever you know it's not ps5 and then like moves on you know like maybe there's that dude out there but for someone like me or us i mean screw that guy that takes nothing away from the experience i don't want to be friends with that guy yeah i personally (laughs) i personally don't mind if if i'm not dealing with with realistic graphics i guess it depends on the experience a little bit but um for the most part i'm right there with you
2: for the the thing is that trumps like the 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 style of graphics uh is always going to be art direction and making sure that it's consistent through every asset. So, like making sure that even if, if whether it's a coffee cup or, or you know, uh, uh, some bigger like major piece of the game world, if they don't look like they belong in the same world, that's going to take people out of it. Yeah. But if you have like this simple polygonal coffee cup and it fits with a simple polygonal table. And then that table fits in the building that it's in, you know, that style is going to help carry and sell the, the, the believability and the Mm -hmm. consistency of the world that the game takes place in.
0: That's a great, that's a great perspective to Mm -hmm. share. I think like when you were talking about that, you know, a game I was thinking about job simulator, I feel like job simulator is like the perfect example of that because They understand that there's a style to the aesthetic of everything. You know, they need the coffee cup to look away. They need the fucking fruit to look away, the sandwich to look away, you know. And like when you get in there, you're not thinking about anything other than how much fun you're having, you know. And I think that that is probably one of the reasons that Job Simulator is so good is that it really does maintain that vibe across every single fucking asset in that game.
2: Mm hmm. Yeah, super hot is another excellent example yes uh really stark uh but easy to pick up art style
0: oh dude but then in super hot when you go into your like room like you like your vr headset comes off and yeah. then there is the, the real the thing. contrast of the different styles like that was that was such a huge moment for me like that was yeah. one of my my most mind-blowing vr experiences just early in the first game i ever played at my house with my psvr was super hot and when I fucking pulled that trigger and the headset came off, dude, mm-hmm. it literally melted my brain. Like, I couldn't believe what just happened. It was so
1: <laughs> fucking awesome. Love that moment. Still amazing. Still an amazing game. It's so good. It's awesome. so good. I wish I played it. Like, I should play it. Yeah. I should play it. I mean, that, and that, I is one of, that is one of those games that has made a butt ton of money on, on the Quest store, right? Another, but I think the game that has made the most money on the Quest Store that we know about so far is The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners it has hit twenty nine million dollars in revenue. Twenty nine million dollars, like, like then you got people like, should I, should I say names like, like Blair from LoFi that are like, oh, VR, VR is just not a hit. It's just, it's just not a hit. <laughs> yeah, okay, dude i'll take my 29 million dollars and i'll be over here bathing myself in it right right like come on but i mean you know, can throw right back at shoes that grand
2: theft auto 5 grossed over a billion dollars
1: yes, of course of course but but a 29 million dollar game that that system it's on oh yeah has, no, has that, to be a hit it has to be maybe not the biggest hit ever maybe right. it's not the playstation hit right but it is a goddamn hit we're arguing about that. It it <laughs> <should> <laughs> the economics of it
2: all yeah. yeah well if you look at the economics of it like so few games make actual appreciable sums of money yeah you know i mean it it's just so i mean it it, it is absolutely a success mm-hmm. um and it's a hit for the platform for sure sure uh you know, not to belittle the successor of anything, but it is, you know, it's like, especially this industry is so broad with video games that, yeah, you can, you know, a game can be a hit like uh, uh, like Nuclear Throne is a hit. Love that game. Rami Ishmael is absolutely one of the coolest video game developers and people I've ever met. Um, <clears throat> but it, it's, you know, at the same time you have, it, it still exists in the same world and on the same platforms as a game like grand theft auto 5 as a game like halo 3 or or call of duty uh, assassin's creed you know all of these huge hundreds of millions of dollars uh budget and revenue titles you know it's just it's so nuts you know it's it's why can't there be separate industries for all of them so that everybody can can you know, like really have this opportunity to shine without being outshined by other titles. Mm-hmm.
0: And, you know, something that like doesn't get brought up often enough, I think in this conversation is consumer perspective, because like as a consumer, time is the really the main thing, right? Like I can only play one game at a time, you know, like I can't play two fucking games at once. So noob, Yeah, I guess. But like, you know, the point I'm making is that like, I have to choose what I play wisely, mm-hmm. you know, and there's games out there like Grand Theft Auto that are just like the appeal is just like across the board. Like if you're a gamer of any kind, there is something amazing in that game. Why? Because it's in a fucking amazing game. It is so good. It deserves a full universe. It deserves you to anything. be that. It yeah. deserves to have that status. Yeah. The problem with a lot of VR software, in my opinion, is that it's just not that good. You know, like, it's great. We have fun in it. You know, I can spend a handful of hours or whatever. But when it comes, you know, when Friday comes around and all these new games are dropping everywhere and I've got a backlog going, like, you know, am I going to spend more money on this game that, like, maybe I'll get an hour or two out of, you know? And I think that because we have so few people in the community, right, to Tom's point, we don't have billions and billions of PS4s out there or Mm -hmm. quests, like, you know, you know what I'm saying here, Mm -hmm. um, that that's the problem you know mm-hmm. like there's billions of fucking ps4s out there and yeah. that game is amazing whereas we might have a amazing game but then there's not enough headsets sure. to get that kind but, of know uh,
1: but what what's one of the reasons why we don't have so many headsets out there because after the pandemic hit all the like they weren't they couldn't make them fast enough anymore i don't so, think
2: that
0: that's you you really think that that's it? i do
1: i do i think so so manufacturing has been an issue gabe newell came out and said we can't keep up with the valve index demand because microsoft went out and bought all of these screens for the next. they bought like two years worth of the the next two years worth of supplies so they have to go out and they have to find new places to buy this stuff that can't pump them out as fast we're in a time where where so many people got sick that were mass producing all of these products things shut down production slowed down during all this stuff headsets all of a sudden you couldn't get them anymore there was this, there was all this hype because you want now everyone wants a VR headset and now they can't get them. Everything is is backlogged out months and months. If you buy an index, you're not getting it for a couple months, right?
0: Yeah. You know? So I feel you there. You know, it, there is definitely like some like like hesitation to order something that you know isn't going to show up for a month or two. Mm-hmm. But like, I just don't see that that being a, as like, enough to like you know, like I don't think there's like millions of people out there being like I just can't get one. You know what I mean? Like there might be some people
2: out there, but like millions to consider too, which is that uh, the LCD and LED manufacturers have to work in an economy of scale where they can produce the screens cheaply enough to make money without gouging uh, the person who's purchasing them, Mm -hmm. you know? And we're not talking like standard 16 by nine or 21 by nine displays here. You know, these are very specific sized, very pixel deep displays that are, you know, not getting purchased by Samsung to go into the next uh, galaxy S that aren't being picked up by Apple for the new iPhone or Nokia or, or whoever. They aren't being picked up by TV manufacturers because they're not, you know, 70 inches. You know, they're these really oddly proportioned and very niche products. So it's, it's hard for them to produce. It's hard for them to invest in producing a lot of them and the tools to make more of them without there being that initial without there being the install base for it Mm -hmm. um and then on top of that too uh we have to remember as well is that vr is in to say it's in its infancy is a bit of an understatement yeah because Mm -hmm. it's not only just this new technology that's giving us new ways of doing all these things but it's kind of like where film was when film first became a thing uh it is derivative of another art form in our case, video games. Um, And it is taking it right now. It's trying very much to be video games, but it hasn't figured out the language that makes itself different yet. Mm -hmm. Kind of like, you know, prior to say to citizen Kane, movies looked like stage productions because everybody who was making them came from theater. And they were still framing it like that people were watching it from a proscenium theater. They were were casting theater actors. And it wasn't until uh, Orson Welles came along and made Citizen Kane that people figured out that cinema could be something completely different and completely its own. And we've had really great experiences in VR that could only have been in VR but they're not vr so to speak like half-life alex would absolutely never have worked as a standalone pc title right. absolutely amazing in vr one of the best games that's that on the platform if not the best hands down but it's still just a video game mm-hmm. it really has just it. a video yeah. game yeah it is, <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's and i'm not saying that it <laughs> and i'm not saying that so it's a bad thing I know, it's just still kidding. just the game it hasn't yeah. we haven't developed the language of vr that's gonna like to a point where it's like you know in 15 years from now i'm assuming we'll have that language and in, in, in the the i'm using you know very using language very metaphorically here right. but we'll have that so we'll still have like video games and you'll be able to play like Call of Duty, whatever number they're up to in 15 years. And then you'll have like Call of Duty VR, which will definitely be Call of Duty, but it will be a completely different experience. It's like Super you Hot. Know?
0: You have Super yeah. Hot Flat Screen yeah. and then Super Hot VR, and the two yeah. are fucking night and day.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know. I think Super really Hot is, is probably one of the games it, like Super Hot Half Life Alex. Uh, at least in my experience are are the two games that have come the closest to crossing that threshold into into truly being a virtual experience.
1: So speaking of
2: of some of this
1: stuff, I kind of wanted to to dive into this little story here about we talked a little bit about Apple last last week, right? Talked a little bit about Apple and how they next year, quarter one might be coming out with a new headset. And um, and I wanted to show here, uh, there's a new article out um, that mentions uh, Apple's dual 8K VR headset with eye tracking and how it could cost up to $3,000. So I'm just kind of kind of curious on on what you think they so I knew this thing was going to be expensive as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I knew yeah. this thing was going to well, be Well, they expensive. said they 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 mentioned that that the parts alone are going to cost them uh over $500 um to produce this headset. Um, you know, but I mean, shit, man. So Apple, I feel like Apple is one of those companies but when they come out with something, it it tends to get a lot of eyes on it, right? um and this is going to be a great thing obviously for for Apple to get into virtual reality but i can't imagine that it's going to be a great thing if they come out with vr at a 3000 dollar price tag i mean that is that's that's you know that's that's you could buy 3 valve indexes like the full kit
0: maybe you know what i'm yeah. saying maybe wow. people will maybe this will sell quests because apple will come out with a headset and people will be like okay whoa what's this vr thing cuz now they yeah. don't pay any attention to anything that anybody does except apple so then apple no, comes Al- out with a vr headset they try it somewhere and then they realize they can get a quest for 300 bucks
2: look i'm i, I as much as it pains me to say this i completely agree with alex uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um but no it, it it's the absolute truth it's it's uh look at smartphones before the iphone you know uh uh like the, like there were there were blackberries the samsung blackjack uh uh like they were these utilitarian uh email machines and then we get the iphone and suddenly the smartphone becomes beautiful and fun and and it steps beyond the black plastic blah 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 when a true consumer tech uh, consumer technology company steps into the space that's when vr is going to take off uh Facebook, even even I'm, with I'm, a $3,000 price tag? Yeah, because uh, Apple computers will sell well regardless of their pricing. Now, I'm not going to say that the Apple tax isn't real, because it is, um, but uh, I've used Apple computers often on my entire life, mm-hmm. and their relative consistency and uh, level of performance over the last 40 years has been pretty on point it has been uh, you know like there was that dark time in the 90s before steve jobs came back but like apple computers are good and you can bet that the apple whatever they're gonna call it i eyes uh <laughs> i <I-I's>. eyes
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, the apple <laughs> i eyes the
1: apple i the apple i
2: <laughs> uh once that comes out, when you plug it um, into even one of their like M1 MacBook Airs, those things are going to scream and they're going to be excellent. Yeah. Damn, dude. So,
0: what's up, Lipnox VR? Thanks for sneaking into the chat. It's good to see you. Um, I said this last week, but this is a great time to be fucking Tyrael Wood or MRTV yeah. Yeah. or one of these like tech heavy focused VR guys because. Yeah. If anybody's getting them, it's going to be one of those dudes probably, and uh yeah. dude, I don't know that. I don't, know that. Yeah. I don't that. know
1: that Apple needs to bow down to anyone. Like, I, I feel like they don't give a shit. They're Apple. They don't they, even they, need they to don't, send, send it out. to anyone. They're like, look at what we have, and everyone's like, take my money, take my money. I you know should. What I mean?
2: I should try and reach out to them because like Apple, and my dad used to have a good relationship because he wrote all of his books on Apple computers.
0: Oh. Dear Apple. My dad used to know Steve Jobs. Please send me your $3,000 VR.
2: <laughs> it would be more like this. would be like, Hey Apple, Tom Clancy, you might find that name familiar. Yeah. <laughs> we're really. We? I'm what a huge same. VR enthusiast. I'm 50% similar to that other guy, but I am much smoother. <laughs> you know, uh yeah it's not gonna it, honestly uh, yeah no it's not it, absolutely <laughs> not for free, like, it, 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 assuming for a moment that the three thousand dollar price tag is real um because i have a feeling it'll probably come in closer to two yeah um me too. Me too. but at it, it three thousand dollars that high price tags have has never stopped people from buying apple products in the past um and you know that the build quality on it is going to be spectacular Yep. And you know that their first generation headset is going to probably have a higher uh, uh, like quality rate than the first generation Valve Index, because like I know I haven't had any wow. problems with mine. With your I index, I know a lot of. Yeah, I've had zero problems Bro. with my index. I'm I, super I've been lucky. through I've been
1: through two two headsets. I've been through three or four sets of controllers. You know, I know I, I, I yeah. can't pl- I can't use my index and in, during tournaments or I or I definitely, definitely will lose because shit goes wrong constantly. Like my controllers yeah. disappear, like, you know, and it's like it's like, wait a minute, I paid how much for this headset? Like I went out and I was like, I need the best VR headset money can buy. And I got one and the thing is constantly not working correctly. And it's I and know it's such a super myself- bummer
2: such a bummer including myself and you Skiva, i know five people with valve indexes i am one of two of those people who has had near zero problems wow oh, wow amazing
1: amazing yes yeah, that's, so that's, 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 that's really that's
2: good. A, yeah yeah and i mean like look man not i uh, should i don't have any wood here uh, but you know <laughs> what i mean um but you know apple's gonna come out and like because with the exception of like there was bend gate uh with the yeah. six plus you know and then there was uh the iphone 4 with its antenna issue i mean with the exception of like a couple of problems over the years uh which is a surprisingly low failure rate compared to like you know samsung with their exploding notes uh don't forget dell
1: had exploding batteries and shit that would like light on fire and stuff too yeah. Uh, right
2: now has that riser card that's catching fire oh good times Good times yeah gamers Nexus had a great video where he broke down exactly what the problem was and all this stuff, so yeah, like NZXT has a specific uh, computer chassis that's a fire
1: hazard. Well, that's great. I love using my tech and having it spontaneously combust into flames.
2: <laughs> I love it. It's my favorite
1: like oh, this you tech know, is so hot oh, it's hot
2: and that that's why I build my <laughs> computers myself uh. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I do too. But, you know, when we're building computers, we are not, like, sitting there soldering, the, the you know, all the fucking points on the motherboard. Like, we're still buying manufactured pieces. We're still buying a manufactured power supply or a video card. No, that can absolutely, absolutely burst correct. into flames
2: still. But we are so. paying attention to, to what gets plugged in where and correct. with what uh, products. Yes, this is true.
1: This is true. Yeah. So... Well, shit, I mean, I am, I am probably, probably going to get an Apple headset just because, like, how, fuck, I mean, because I want them all. I'm, I'm sick, I'm sick in the brain. I want all the VRs. Give me all the VRs.
0: I think we're all, mm-hmm. I think we're all like that. Yeah. And there's just
1: some people who
0: can and some people who can't. It's like the difference, What's,
1: right? No, I mean, when I walk into the Apple store and I'm like, give you, bitch, give me that headset. <laughs> no, I'm just <scared. laughs>
2: uh we're enthusiasts you know it's it's we are we are the first generation adopter enthusiasts for an entirely new group of technologies Mm -hmm. and uh we don't care that it might be expensive we don't care that the experience might not be perfect we don't care that there might be a screen door effect that we might have problems with our our headsets with our trackers with our controllers we care about the promise and that's what we're here for we're here because like uh, we grew up with this idea of like from from the the virtual reality supercomputer guy in Jurassic Park modeling DNA you know we're here for for <laughs> for uh lawnmower man we're here for johnny mnemonic we're here mm-hmm. for all of these crazy promises of what virtual reality could be and if you tell us that price tag is twenty thousand dollars we'll find a way
0: yeah hell yeah hell because yeah just like
1: who was a canon right canon just came out with a thirty eight thousand dollar headset yeah,
2: yeah. vr, VR the with reality yeah, yeah. yep
1: VR, AR, Canon, $38,400 headset, if I remember correctly. Now, I am a virtual reality enthusiast, and I will pay almost anything
2: for a headset, but I will not be grabbing that Canon. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no.
2: But well, now that you mentioned, I, I remembered reading that, and I didn't think about it until just this moment, but I have, like, a second-degree connection to somebody who has, has been really good with Canon. So I think mm-hmm. I might send some feelers out and see if I can... Like go to a Canon place and just just or, or, see it.
0: Dear <laughs> Canon, I used to know your cousin of a guy who used to work there. <laughs> Will you please send no, me your thirty dollars It would be headset. more like
2: this. It would be more like, uh, hey, Andrew, can you please put me in touch with your friend Matty Hipoyo, who is the huge YouTuber. I want to talk to him about talking to Canon about their VR headset. So they can mail you
1: one, and then you can mail it to the Between Reality Studio so we can also... Yeah. You guys just um,
0: dump this dream in the fucking trash can.
1: <laughs> I know, right? I know. But no. it's, speaking of new headsets, though, we do have one other new headset that that has been uh, talked about, right? And and that is that uh, there is a new quest in development. Um, it, of course, there is. Uh, you know, obviously, obviously, there is a new one in development, right? I feel like I feel like whenever you know when the PlayStation, you know five comes out there's like a month maybe where they're not working on the ps6 you know what i mean like they're always working on the next best thing pro right right they're always going to work on the next best thing if you want to succeed that's how it goes especially if your product is a success like the quest is right so obviously they're working on the quest three um it was said by mark fuckerberg um and and he he mentioned so in a uh in a call a stockholders uh, meeting right that they are working on a Quest Three that the Quest Two is on on the track to become a um, a mainstream product which is pretty awesome to hear to hear somebody say now I'm 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 still hoping that um, that this does not end up coming out like next month you know what i mean like yay we all have quest two wait a minute yeah uh quest three is out shit what do we do now you know what i mean but i can't imagine that that's that's what's going to happen i i really feel like it'll be you know two years out or a year another year and a half out but next christmas i wouldn't be surprised
2: if we saw the quest move to an annualized release structure like cell phones because it's cell phone tech um it, so it I, is, wouldn't but... surpri- I wouldn't be surprised if we saw an October release for a Quest 3 or a quarter one 2022 release. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like that's the wrong approach. I, I really do. Like, Oh, I, I agree I, with you entirely. Yeah, I, mean, I I thought originally, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I mean, I, so I thought originally that with the Quest 1, that it was one of those things where they put it out there as a feeler. And they're like, let's see if people give a shit about this or not people ended up giving a huge shit about it, <laughs> right? And they were like, oh my God, give me this headset. And then they couldn't make them fast enough. There were, you know, things with the production, you know, they have fabric on this and they had, you know, so they went and they, and they made the Quest 2 a lot more easy to produce, mass produce to get out there. Um, and and they, they did fantastic with it. Now, I, I was hoping that that was the reason why we got a Quest 2 so fast. Because I, know, I personally know people that were like, I'm going to buy the Quest 1, and if a Quest 2 comes out next year, I'm going to be fucking pissed off, and I'm not going to have faith in this company anymore. And if they continue to screw people by making them pay, I know it's only $300, but $300 is $300. That's a lot of time you got to work to collect $300, no matter who you are,
2: right? Unless you're Jeff Bezos. At the same time, time, mm -hmm. they're building it off of cell phone technology. They're building it on the idea of it being portable and social and take anywhere with you, like a cell phone. I don't it, see that. It's, them, not. it's well, not a cell phone. You I, gotta
1: put something over your here's, eyeballs. Here you got not.
2: I, I, and you're absolutely correct. But at that price point, they're gonna be able to put one out every year yeah. or every 18 months and have a reasonable expectation that there are going to be enough of their core consumers who will buy each and every iteration of the hardware, and then they'll have an even larger group of people who are buying on an every other site. Is that
1: how you go mainstream? So, because, because even the iPhone didn't do every year. The iPhone originally yeah, was every two years.
2: Now here's the thing, no, was every it was two every years. Year. That, it was right. every year.
0: I'm jumping in here, boys. <laughs> here's, the fucking, here's the situation. They're giving you the option, okay? No one's making you do anything. Technology moves really fucking fast, so fast that the second they get a set, like, okay, this is the quest two, the next day they make a fucking breakthrough. But they've already, they need to commit some time to produce something. So they stop somewhere along the line and say, this is pretty good right here. Let's put it out and let people get in. And then a year later, they add all of the advancements that they've made and give you the choice. Now here's your fucking choice. Do you How much of an enthusiast are you? Do you want to spend the money and get the next best thing this year? Or like I did for maybe the first year ever with my phone this time, skip a fucking generation. Because I personally feel like my S10 Plus does a goddamn good job. I don't need the 20 Note or whatever for a grand or however much it is. And I think people will eventually yeah. start to do the same thing with their sure, headsets. But, but the
1: install base of cell phones is so large that you have like a third of the entire population of the planet that has a smartphone, right? V- VR, you don't have that. So you're taking a very small customer base and you're chopping it up into pieces and you're saying, well, I have Quest 1 and this game runs like shit on this, mm-hmm. you know, but I just bought this thing. You know, so you get screwed by the company like like it's 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 a little easier to, to let those people that get pissed off fall off when it's a cell phone because you have so many consumers. You have billions with a B, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have billions. But of, I think that's the fault of the, the perspective of the consumer,
0: because the consumer goes into that with this expectation that like when they buy this thing, what it's going to stay relevant. Not at least stays relevant for at least a couple of years. Well, what it'll it'll think? at least be like relevant. a console. I feel ya but no because it's moving fast and don't you want to get a better version I if do you
1: but can? but so then why isn't PlayStation and Xbox putting out a new iteration every year I mean uh, I guess you could say they because, kind of do with slim versions
2: and this and that but. They're GPU bound though you know and yeah. uh GPUs are on like a, a was it like a roughly a 3 year cycle and yeah. consoles are generally on oh jeez it's kind of hard to go 5 to 6 yeah, years yeah yeah, yeah some generations are longer than others this one was um, pretty long but at the same time too uh they you know they're also bound up by display technology too mm-hmm. you know uh, uh the xbox yeah. one and the playstation 4 didn't push for 4k because 4k wasn't uh didn't have a huge adoption rate at the time now 4k has a huge adoption rate so the xbox series and the playstation 5 are native 4k um, You know, uh, but cell phone technology, the backbone of the Oculus Quest, is constantly moving forward. And it's moving forward in a very fast way relative to computer space. And they're constantly finding new ways to cram more pixels into their screens. They're coming up with new ways of making faster, better, cheaper, uh, and more power-efficient processors you know, and it's just all of that is going to increase parity between the Oculus Quest and a PC. And you, the Quest, in, uh, is my personal opinion and prediction, that the Quest will continue to move forward on a roughly uh, an iterative cycle of between 12 and 18 months until the parity gap between the Quest and a PC is close enough as is the different or like between consoles and pc right now that it will that if, before it starts moving into a longer uh, cycle period i agree
0: i agree with tom here i yeah. do that sounds it's i that makes perfect sense to me and especially when you when you talked about it's the display thing too right like we saw 8k tvs at ces right now and if you're like a technology guy mm-hmm. and you have a fucking millions in the bank and you don't give two fucks then you have an 8k tv you know, and you're wishing there was a console that would come out that would support this shit. You know, and like there's that. That's the other end of the spectrum. You know, mm-hmm. like it's just impossible to fucking keep up with this stuff. The quest is the computer and the screen. They can upgrade both simultaneously.
1: Yeah, just keep picking true. it up like true. and 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 as we just saw with Apple, that the new Apple headset's going to have two 8K displays in it. Right, which is amazing. It, it does sound yeah,
2: amazing. It, it's actually insane because our
1: eyes can't even perceive 8K. Not not when you're sitting this far away from a television, but when you stick it in your eyeball almost and it's touching, you can perceive it because you see the space in between the pixels. Yeah, what's the resolution yeah. of the human eye?
2: And no All one really so though, knows, but it's very high. <laughs> Same with the refresh rate. Orador Digital actually did a pretty interesting video where they tried to gauge the human eye and make a camera as sensitive as the human eye i'll track it down and get you guys the link after the the show but you know at the end of the day it's all going to come down to the hardware underneath that's going to be powering it and again this goes back to why i would consider the apple headset and it's because apple does such a great job of of optimizing their software around their hardware you know it's the reason why you know like android phones and this is nothing against android phones but like how everybody's always like we have x gigs of ram in our android phone and apple never even talks about their ram because they don't need to mm-hmm. because you know they could have like three megabytes of ram in their phone and it wouldn't matter because they designed ios specifically around that number right you know right. it
1: yeah. yeah, they now, if they now, want to
2: give us a dual 8K, 240 hertz dis, er, displays that we're going to put on our face, they're going to optimize the shit out of that code.
1: True, true that. And, you know, the, the the interesting thing with with the Quest, and I think one of the reasons why they are moving so fast, too, is they're also producing their own operating system. Um you know and so is apple right apple has ros that's coming which is reality os and uh i don't know that facebook has named their operating system yet but it, they are you know because no one wants to be bound by the android phone and have to go through google for everything right so they're creating their own virtual reality operating system too to put on their headsets um, so they can optimize it as well. And, I, you know, I think that's, that's the way to go. I don't know if this Quest 3 will have that implemented or not. It'll be interesting to see. But you know what will also be interesting is, will Horizons be out by the Quest 47? Horizons is nothing. <laughs> Horizons may not as well, may, shouldn't even exist. But, but here's the thing, man. I don't know if you were an Oculus Go user, but... Oculus Go had Oculus rooms where I could immediately click on you. I could go into a room with you. I could see you and I could talk to you. We could play checkers. We could hang out. We could hit a button for a game. A character would come through the door. We could go both walk into the game together. Where the, is that shit with the quest? Like what is happening here? That was supposed to be where horizons was, was supposed to come in. The software is not just called VR chat. Yeah, yeah, but you can't. I mean, you can't dive into other opportunities. You can't dive into other software with your friends through VR chat. And, and I and I, I think it would be great if they somehow mm-hmm. were, were able to pull that off. Eventually, right? they will. I was about to right? say
2: they yeah. do pull that off in VR chat. It's just all the users that make like bootleg versions of their games. Uh, in VR. There you go. There you go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. Like um, Among Us and fucking yeah. all that shit. Did Among Us in VR chat? So fun. It is. I, I need really to play that exciting. again. I had so much fun. No, we should do it. We should
2: organize I, a, a thing. I, look. I'm gonna I'm just gonna put this out there, but I'm ninety-eight percent positive that I'm the guy that told Skiva about that. I think you may I have been. Because it was it was in our message history before I saw it before we started the call. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And My, uh, that may have been. And I, I
2: never got invited to play Among Us in VR chat.
1: Well, we only played it once, and someone else organized (laughs) the whole thing. I think it was Grumpy Duck, wasn't it? So you (laughs) get
0: fucking complaining about being invited to shit when he's on the show. I know, right? What the (laughs) fuck?
2: (laughs) Look, look, Alex, I'm only the classiest of guests,
0: Uh, dude. It's actually been amazing having you on the show, dude. Like this was so fun. We had a great in-depth conversation about everything. Um, I I loved this. This was really awesome, dude. Thank seriously. Yeah. Thank you for joining us, man.
2: This has been awesome. Really, really oh absolutely, man. It's so, so much nicer thing. being the guest because I don't have to do any work beforehand.
1: Yeah, yeah, there you go. And and you don't have to sit there and type that's chat. that is how we felt when we were on your show. We were yes. like, Oh man, wow, that was easy. Oh, this we was just great. sat there. And we just did nothing. It yeah. was great. I will say
2: <laughs> I did uh, I I I I had serious thought to building out a spaceship so I could crash my spaceship onto your spaceship. Dang. But oh. I put a lot of work into this cyberpunk bar. And well, I wanted to show it off. Because this great. is, I, I, I've shown like one picture of it on my Twitter. This is like, this is the first live demonstration of it. Nice. Well, dude, I think it looks phenomenal.
1: But when, okay. when you do someday build a spaceship, um, don't even think it's going to compare to this one. Cause this thing, dude, this thing is fast as, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. You but,
2: yeah. When I build my spaceship, I'll just like straight actually fly it over to yours. <laughs> That's cool. All right.
0: We'll, we'll, let, we'll, let, back. we'll, we'll let you, we'll <laughs> let you come back and visit. Um, so what's next for you, like, I know you've kind of been on a break with the show a little bit. I assume now that, you know, we've been talking about it on this show. Uh, that you're going to be getting fired back up. How do people follow yeah. you? Where do we go? Like, what's the best way to get in touch with that Tom Clancy? Uh,
2: easiest way and best way is to find me on Twitter uh, at Tom Clancy T H O M because I'm fancy like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also find monitor? me on. Yep, yeah, uh, you can find me on Instagram at that Tom Clancy because some jackass took Tom Clancy before I could get it.
1: What an ass.
2: Uh huh. And I'm not, and the funny thing is, is I, there's also a jackass who has that Tom Clancy on Twitter. That jackass is my wife. Uh, <laughs> she's, Hopefully, she's she, not she's, watching she's, the show. Oh, no, she's not. Of course not. Uh, she doesn't care about this nerdy stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. My lady. She's, like, isn't the watching. new
2: thing, like, I've been getting yeah. into painting Warhammer minis over the last couple months, right? And I'm all like, oh, I have a new mini coming in the mail. She's like, uh huh, that's nice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you wow. know i often thought about like what would it be like to have a chick that's into the same things as me and then i'm like i picture it in my mind they go into this flashback mode and it's it's like me fighting with with them like for my headset <laughs> <laughs> No, so maybe say, it's not a good thing
2: that, that i can say from personal experience in a completely different field that it creates a really terrible negative feedback loop that can lead to some very dark and bad places
0: there it is it's good to, is. it's good to do your own thing from time to time you know well that fancy tom clancy it has been a Boom. pleasure having you on the show dude thank you so very much uh, everybody check out tom clancy on twitter and uh watch for new episodes yeah, of that Tom on Clancy twitch. show.
1: yeah check him out on
2: twitch that's where he Actually, does the
1: show i'm gonna be taking it to youtube Oh, YouTube? Okay.
2: Yeah. I'm, right. So the, 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 the idea right now, and it's completely subject to change, is I'm going to uh, switch to pre recorded from live because, as you guys know, uh, between technical difficulties and, and that Tom Clancy doesn't know how to run a live show, show uh, it's so much easier to do it as pre recorded. And there's a lot of like kind of new small things that I'm working into it that are only going to be able to be done through pre-recorded and hey. so i'm hoping Ooh. to have the first new episode up by the end of this month and switching to a weekly format from there
0: awesome dude well we're going to be watching we're fans thanks so much again for bringing your perspective to the show today and uh um, well, yeah we'll see you very very soon
1: man yeah we're going to eject you from the ship say bye tom bye,
2: bye everybody thank you for tuning in
1: See ya! And like that, we
0: have lost that Tom Clancy. That was really good. Um, We have decided to do another episode next week, you know, because it's a weekly show and we're not going to stop that. So we're going (laughs) to do that again next week, a week from today, Friday. um, And our guest next week, Anna Ribeiro and Anna Ribeiro.
1: Of pixel ripped and
0: arvory immersive games. experiences, yeah. Yes. So this is the chick who cosplays as her own video game character. Mm-hmm. Um, she, you know, has that awesome story about going from being like a, you know, making cakes or pies to becoming mm-hmm. a game developer and uh, and all that. You know. She's
1: very talented, just in- incredible. Went from making. Uh, from from like Alex said making cakes to making not just VR games but really good VR games
0: mm-hmm. and she's cut from the same cloth as us you yes. know she grew
1: up in that retro gaming and obviously if
0: you play pixel rip you, know, you know that that kind of comes into it uh, she's definitely someone who I consider a friend
1: so I'm really excited to have her on the show next week I am very excited as well. I think she's going to be super awesome. Yep. And, and I know they have amazing games in the works. Yeah. So, so maybe we'll get her to spill, spill the beans a little bit on mm-hmm. some of that stuff. That'd be cool.
0: Um, thank you, to everybody in the chat who's joined us today. Future, Zero Cool, Lipnox, Tones My Bones. I saw you got in here before the show ended. Nicely done. Uh, wise director. Um, thank you, guys. You know It's uh, always a pleasure to have people here in the chat with us. Mm-hmm. And uh, we look forward to seeing you guys again next week for episode seven of season three sweet until that was good
1: all right guys take care everybody yeah.
0: we'll see ya <laughs>